Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, it's Thursday, December 21st And did everybody like the, the roller? The, the roller coaster yesterday um we were up i mean you know just for instance i'll give you a foreshadowing of the the episode i'm gonna go into tesla stock analysis uh, i am looking to buy a cyber truck so i did a little bit of digging yesterday saw some articles liked it but i'll do a little bit of charting on the stock um kind of where i think it's going where i think it sh- you should get into where i think you should get out uh, full disclosure i do not own it I own it in XLY, and I go over this all the time. XLY is uh, 25%. It's about 50% between Amazon and Tesla, so I own it in there. I don't own it outright. But yesterday, the S&P and NASDAQ got rejected. They got 0.4% from all-time highs. Now, the Dow is at all-time highs, uh, and I think it was just the S&P that got to 0.4%. Immediately went far down. Uh, probably options related. And, and this article kind of points it out exactly. The the zero data expires options. There was a large, at 2.30, there was a large uh, put um, uh, volume that got in there, took it down. Um, it was fairly obvious that we would see continued selling. It is just an indication of how trigger happy selling is going to be when you start to see turnarounds in this when you start to see turnarounds the 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 craziness is going to happen quickly at all-time highs and you see this with stocks when they pull back we're looking at tqq right now and i have two tips for the day and one of my tips for the day is buy tqqq under 50 I bought it at $49.99. We're trading at $48.48 right now. I think at some point in time today, you get over 50. Buy it for a day trade. Sell it over 50. Uh, you know, use some lunch money. Use 100 bucks. You know where you can use lunch money? In Webull. And, and that's my other tip for today is fund a Webull account. Do not do sports betting. If you like sports betting, you, you will like stock trading. So get a Webull account. Get some free stocks. Uh, go to the link tree. The link tree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. And you can get this uh, third link right here. Get Webull. Uh, I, I just bought two shares. I love the Webull app. Um, I like the notifications. In fact, it notified me yesterday that uh, TQQQ's... Um, 
uh, monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly. I, don't, I think it's quarterly. Uh, Ex-dividend date was yesterday. So if I had held uh, into this forty, into this rally, this rally has been crazy. If you bought down here at 33, back at the end of November like I did, I sold out. So I did not, I am not in on this 53%. I took about a 40% gain. Um, I am not regretting it. I'm just regretting that I didn't get back in at this $45 amount because at that $45 amount uh, up where you're at right now, you have a nice 10% rally. But I just bought at $49.99. My plan is to sell over 50 if it gets over 50 today. That's one of my tips. Um, but I will go into Tesla stock analysis and I will go into Nike earnings later. Um, just know if you're interested in why it rebounded, I say buy the dip. I'll spoil the entire episode for you. Buy the dip. Uh, here's yesterday's heat map from the the, the, uh, the from Finviz. You can see there's like three. Google, 1.13%. CVS. Um, Cigna was up. Um, everything else down. And, and the, the bright red is Tesla. Bright red is Schwab. Everything that has been up significantly um, went down yesterday. And it just started to, again, if, if you're thinking about like a tricky, um, a, a trigger happy uh, person, yeah, there's so many indicators pointing down to overbought conditions. Any small piece of negative news will trigger a, start, a sharp correction. In other words, that might be a good time to take some profits. The VIX, uh, the VIX, if we go over the Seeking Alpha, and we look at the VIX. The VIX didn't spike too much. I mean, you Uvixi was up something like seven seven percent yesterday in the afternoon candle. Um, but here you look at one day, uh, and you can see the the spike at you know nine a.m. Uh, seven a.m. This is well. Let's look at five day. Uh, this is just today, I guess. But it it shot down when the the pre market opened. The VIX shot down. It's at thirteen. Um, so as of right now, it's at 0.95. So it's not crazy. It's not crazy to think about. Um, this is just a reaction to over, you know, being overbought and then something comes out. Um, it, it kind of points out nobody's comfortable buying now. <laughs> I mean, if you're comfortable buying at all time highs, you're not, you haven't been in the market very long. Um, and you don't understand what losses can be like. These things can take a quick turn. Doesn't mean you don't get in. You find quality setups. Just when you're at all-time highs, quality setups are harder to find. Um, so that the, the equal weight index, all of the, by the way, everything that I was pointing out yesterday, it all changed when I woke up this morning. When I went to bed last night, I was thinking, oh, we might have more of a correction tomorrow. Everything's getting rebounded right now, which points to, again, a, a very strong bullish market. So equal weight index yesterday went from its 52-week low to 52-week high in 33 days. That's the fastest time since 1982. I And I wrote yesterday before I went to bed, I think this pullback is a buying opportunity. So take a look at that. Uh, we'll go into some news articles, but I did get asked by a listener yesterday uh, what a cross-up means. And, and when I mention cross-up, it's the MACD. Um, I mention this a lot because my, my, my algorithm is based on the MACD. My suggestion is if you don't know what the MACD is, go and Google it. Go to Investopedia. Go to YouTube. Go and study the MACD. The MACD is my absolute favorite indicator. 
uh, you can do yourself a huge favor by stuttering it because how it reacts uh, points to where a, a stock is going. Um, the MACD, uh, it, it means moving average convergence divergence. It's two lines. There's a MACD line and there's a strike line. On my chart right here, you'll see down here, this is the MACD. And you'll see a, a blue line, which is the MACD line. And you'll see a yellow line, which is the strike line. The strike line and the MACD line, they interact together. And why you want to know this is because this will point the direction where the stock market's going. This is TQQQ. It's on the four-hour algorithm. And it will the MACD differentiates based on the chart that you're in. The MACD, when it's crossing up, the stock will typically be bullish. My algorithm is based on the MACD. I can't say it enough. You'll see right here. The MACD crosses up when we have this cross this price at 4589. Okay, the the MACD the algorithm doesn't get you out when the MACD crosses down, but when the MACD crosses down, that's a bearish signal. You can see right here on November twenty first, the MACD crossed down. Doesn't mean that the stock's crashing. It just means that you've got to watch other indicators to see where we're going. This just capitulated right here. That got me nervous, and I got out. I got out before this 29% gain and the algorithm got you out. But you can see the MACD was trailing. You can't time the market. The MACD isn't going to tell you when to get in and out. That's why you've got to use multiple indicators. But when I say a cross up, that's what I mean. When I say a cross down, that's what I mean. My algo works off the MACD with some moving averages. It's effective. It's simple. It provides you guidance without emotions. That's what you want in a stock trading strategy. You want something where you actually have a, an indication as to get in or get out without any emotions. So say you're trading Tesla stock and the MACD crosses up and you're like, God, I love Tesla stock. I'm going to get in. But the RSI is at 90 just for you know shits and giggles. The RSI is at 90 might tell you, hey, this might not be a great time to get in. Say it's at all-time highs and the MACD crosses up. Eh, it may not be a great time to get in. Uh, you want to, you know, say it's uh, well over the 200-day and it's at all-time highs. might not be a great time to get in. So again, when I say cross up, I usually mean the MACD. And, and go and study the MACD. Do yourself a favor. Can I say this again? Go and study the MACD. Again, it's my favorite indicator. I, I would, and if you find articles on it, send them to me. I love reading about the MACD. I love reading about different timelines on the MACD. I use the 12, 26, and 9. Uh, you, it's just the standard. I've tried others. Um, there are many articles out there that change that. It's just about, um, you know, which one you like. Uh, this article, U.S. Waste Raising Tariffs on Chinese EVs Tightens Russian Oil. This article was interesting because um, of all the stocks. Look at this. This is related solar stocks, related EV stocks. Take a look at these. If you're in any of these, I would take a look at this article. If you're in any of these, I would take a look at what these potential tariffs might mean because this could weigh on those stocks. I just wanted to bring up that news article. Um, Anthropic. 
Um, Anthropic plans to raise $750 million in a round led by Menlo Partners. You can see Anthropic got some uh, investment from Google. It's got some investment from Microsoft, uh, from Amazon. My point on this one is not, hey, you want to get into Anthropic, you want to do this, blah, blah, blah. Anthropic was co-founded by siblings and former executives at Microsoft, backed by uh, backed OpenAI, Dario and Danielle uh, Amodi. I don't know how you say it. But these guys just basically built Anthropic. It's a large language model. It is the, the hot stock of the, the hot company of the day. And they're getting $750 million in a funding round. Okay. And the two leaders are Google and, and uh, Amazon. Remember what happened with Microsoft when they started uh, pumping open AI with some $10 billion? They didn't even fund them with $10 billion. It's mostly just computing power that they're doing. So this is an interesting one because I do think that this provides some catalyst for both Apple, uh, Alphabet, and Amazon. Uh, Alpha, uh, Alpha, Apple is said to be talking to them, but nothing, nothing so far. Um, this is a great. Speaking of Amazon, I read this article. This is a long article. I, I think you need Seeking Alpha Premium to read this one. If you're in Seeking Alpha Premium, uh, click on this one. If you're not, you can go over to here and get a $50 coupon off Seeking Alpha Premium. I think it's $189 for the year. Uh, I find it extremely helpful. A couple of things, you know, I, I got a great letter from um, one of the one of my listeners, Chris, last night. Fantastic tip. I mean, just super generous too. Um, but he, he wrote about how Seeking Alpha, he, he switched from MarketWatch to Seeking Alpha and how much better Seeking Alpha is than MarketWatch, how he's finding the quant system, which is how they rate stocks. They find you different stocks that are top in their quant. Uh, it's a quantitative analysis. It's kind of like an algorithm. Uh, it beats Motley Fool. Motley Fool can say, hey, we've got all these stocks and we've, they hang their hat on Netflix and Amazon. Those are the two stocks that they hang their uh, stuff on. Uh, but Seeking Alpha Premium, I think it's absolutely worth the $189. If you had two tools to get, uh, I would wait for sales. The sales, the $50 off coupon is a great coupon. It's ongoing, um, but it's $189. From what I know of Seeking Alpha, they don't do too many deals. So I don't know when they're coming up, but typically that link will lead you to the best uh, dollar amount. Uh, I think right now it is $189, but you do get $50 off right there. Uh, I think it's the best you know, the, the best, the two tools. So Seeking Alpha is one, uh, and that's your fundamental tool. That gives you everything that you need as far as analysis of a stock. It gives you everything as far as, uh, you know, do the analysts think it's a buy, hold, blah, blah, blah. Here's my portfolio so I can see my portfolio easily. This is the Daily Stock Pick Core portfolio. I have not inputted my Fidelity portfolio um, just because this is a affiliate deal. So I put my... I don't use it personally. I use it more for the podcast, but it's a great tool. And I can see, okay, which ones are go going well, which ones are going poorly, uh, which ones are sells, which ones are buys. So you import your portfolio. Uh, this is the first tool. The second tool I would get is TrendSpider. And TrendSpider is, you know, constantly, they have sales. Let's see what the sale is right now. Because yesterday's sale, I think, may have been extended. Uh, I don't know if it's been extended. Let's see the pricing. Uh, it is, yeah. It's extended for another offer, extended for another 15 hours, 397. My belief is, and I don't know when they're doing these sales. So understand that I don't get a, any pre-warning about sales, 
But 397 is probably the best price. The only other better price that we had throughout the year was a $250 uh, offer, which saved you what? 250 that's 150 bucks. Come on. If you're trading in, in lot sizes of 1,000, if you're trading in lot sizes of 5,000, of 10,000, 150 bucks, you're just missing out. But the two tools I would get are Seeking Alpha and, um, and, uh, and TrendSpider. And Seeking Alpha has this great analysis. This is just a phenomenal um, analysis. Super long, super in-depth, but if you're going to put a large amount of money you better know exactly what that stock does, how they make money, and where they're making money, where they're growing, things of that sort. So if you have Amazon, you have Seeking Alpha, click on the link in the newsletter or down below, uh, and it'll provide you a, a great analysis of Amazon. I liked it. Um, so let's go into the Tesla stuff because Tesla, you guys know, I, I'm planning on buying a Cybertruck. I bought a Model 3 that was built under the tent in Fremont during the 2008 hell where Elon was sleeping in the factory many nights. Um, and they almost went bankrupt and he tried to get a meeting with Tim Cook and couldn't. Uh, and they were going to sell to Apple because he needed money. And then all of a sudden the Model 3 became the be best-selling uh, sedan. Then the Model Y becomes the best-selling crossover, blah, blah, blah. You guys know the history of this one. The stock has gone. I bought the Model 3 and uh, built in a tent. It has been phenomenal. I have not had too many problems with it at all. Um, I think the the dirty sock smell and the, the air filter has been the main one that I've had. I've had some bushings that have been needed to be replaced. Nothing crazy. Um, but there is this article, and this is what I found uh, about the Cybertruck. And they're trying this new production uh, of dry coating technology of the batteries. And this may be what Elon Musk referred to as hell, uh, production hell. Uh, is more the battery than it is the actual Cybertruck. Uh, understand the Cybertruck is stainless steel. It is a new production style. Uh, they are the first ones to do this. Um, but this particular article uh, goes into pretty in-depth about the dry coating technology that they're doing uh, versus all the other batteries for EVs have been wet coated and how Tesla's having problems doing this and it could lead to some uh, quality issues down the line and so it makes me want to just hold off on buying the cyber truck to be honest with you it also makes me kind of pause with tesla stock um we are in a run right now you're at the the, the algorithm got you in it here at 251 um back here on december 15th you're up about three four percent nothing you know, you know crazy nothing horrible but nothing crazy if you got in at the end of uh october you know, at, at under 200, where I was saying, hey, it's a great buy under 200. If you get under 200 on this one, this is a great one. Um, oh, let me remove that text. Uh, if you got in on this one at 201 and you're still in it, because I don't think you should have gotten out, um, you're up, what, 25%? Nice 25% move. You're trading in pre-market at 251, up 1.8%. It's at 247 my particular preference, if you're looking to buy this, would be to buy this probably at two under 250. 247 is not a horrible price. Here's what you have to know about Tesla. It is overvalued, and we'll go into the fundamentals once we're done with the chart. But you've got the MACD. Uh, I just went into the details of the MACD. You've got the MACD crossing up. So if you're looking at a, a short-term trade, 
It's probably a little bullish. Uh, you've got them, uh, the the RSI in no man's land of 53. Remember, this is a 0 to 100. The lower means that it's oversold, which means that pe buyers should start showing up. The top means that it's uh, overbought, which means that people will start selling. So in, this is a weekly chart. I don't think there's anything that this tells me. The 50-day is moving a little bit up in this um, where it looks like there could have been a little bounce off, maybe even a golden cross here. But since the end of June, you're just kind of putting in a capitulation here between probably 270 and 200. Uh, and right, you're right in the, you know, you're, you're on the upper portion of this. So if you buy here, just realize you might have some bumpy room ahead. Uh, as far as the weekly goes, you can uh, clearly see this is uh, 2023. These are the bottom uh, in January where we've seen that great run up here. Um, it was pretty clear down here that this was going to be, you know, uh, uh, down below the 200 day. I, I thought maybe you might see somewhere in the neighborhood of um, 150. Um, and, and we got down there. We got even below this. I thought this one, uh, if I just put this right here, I thought that right there uh, around 230 was going to provide, or I'm sorry, 200 was going to provide some pretty good support. That that right there at 200, pretty good support. I think 200 is where you really want to load up on this one. Now, let's go over and let's look at, at Finviz. Everybody has Finviz. Uh, it's free to use. You can see the PE is 79. The forward, forward PE is 64. Um it's got a $785 billion market cap. It's in the S&P 500. It's part of the Magnificent uh, 8, uh, the Great 8, Magnificent 7, whatever you want to do. Uh, cash on hand. They've got plenty of cash on hand. They don't need to raise. So they won't dilute you. Uh, it's got a 3.27% short interest. There have been significant uh, short sellers that have gotten out of this. Year-to-date, it's up 100. The target price is 239. The most recent stuff, November, um, HSBC Security said, hey, reduce it. They put their price down to 148 uh, in September. Deutsche Bank and UBS both rated this with about 290 to 285. I do think that 300 is probably going to be a top. Understand, this is a retail favorite. So as far as a retail favorite goes, um, what you'll see is if we could just go to the, um, let's go to the four hour and let's see if we can see some, yeah. Retail favorite, you're going to see this bottom stuff and you're going to see volume. And, and when, you, when you start to see like here back in May, you can see it go up. See how this volume trend starts going up? When you start to see this volume trend go down a little bit, then you want to start to buy in when it trends up. Because retail traders just tend to load into this name. It's at 251 right now. Again, I think anything under 250 on this one would be good. If we go over to Seeking Alpha and we look at Tesla, uh, let's look at Tesla from a Seeking Alpha, from a Wall Street standpoint, from a uh, everything kind of, you know, everybody that looks at this thing. Uh, Seeking Alpha analysts say hold. Wall Street says hold, Quant says hold, the valuation's an F, the growth is a B, the profitability's an A. Um, what Part of the issue that you see in this one is the, the, the margins. And, and auto margins are just, you know, I think Ford has like a 3 or 4% margin, GM has an even less, like a 2% margin. Tesla was running at about a 25% margin, and they started cutting costs 
cutting prices of their vehicles. And he's done this to basically undercut most of the other automakers. So understand the battery is the most expensive portion of an EV. And Elon has pricing power because they have gotten their battery prices down. As these other automakers start to make their cars, their battery costs are significantly higher. So they are actually selling their EVs at losses. And Elon does this on purpose. He says, hey, if we're going to go to an EV future and the other automakers are going to be forced to do EVs by this administration, I'm going to cut prices so that they have to sell theirs at losses. So what you're seeing is... GM and and Ford are now cutting their EVs going forward, EV production, uh, and they say it's based on demand. I think there's some pretty big manipulation going on there. Uh, Tesla doesn't have dealerships. Uh, Ford and GM both are under the dealership model. So Ford sells their cars to dealers and dealers then sell the cars to the customers and dealers um, actually service. They make the large majority of their money off of service. EVs don't need a lot of service. So I, I think dealers are probably falsely, and you've seen this throughout the time, dealers falsely tell people how bad EVs are uh, to own, blah, blah, blah. You have to charge them. You have to do this. You have to do that. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Honestly, it's a, I, I think I'd rather not have to go for oil changes. <laughs> I'd rather not have to bring my car in for regular maintenance. I would rather charge my car at home on a daily basis versus going to a gas station. Um, there's a lot, a lot of benefits to having an EV. Uh, just like there's a lot of, you know, uh, yeah, on a road trip, you do have to spend a little bit more time. I think on my road trip from Atlanta to New Jersey, I think it adds a total of two and a half hours. Two and a half hours additional, but every two, yeah, I got dogs in the back. So stopping every two and a half hour, two and a half to three hours. I'm fine with that. It's not a big problem. I'm not a guy who, you know, hey, I've got to get from point A to point B in as quick as time as possible. I'd take autopilot um, and 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 full self-driving is another thing, blah, blah, blah. But again, Tesla, as far as the stock price, I think 250 is a fair price. I don't think it's a great price. I think 200 to 220 is a great price for this stock, even with that valuation. But again, you know, if you go over to Seeking Alpha, they're telling you not to buy it. Do I think you're going to see 300 in this one in the next few months? No. I think this one is finding a home between 200 and 250, and it's going to sit there until some type of next catalyst. Whether that catalyst is some type of increase in the margins, uh, the price of actual auto loans going down, and an increase in demand, whether it's the $25,000 low-cost EV that Elon says they are close to launching, it's going to take some type of catalyst and a fairly big catalyst. Now, on the other side, the downside of this one, I just had two friends email me, uh, ask me, hey, what's Tesla stock like? Because I really want to get out of this because of uh, Elon's political crap on Twitter. Elon doesn't do himself any favor by, uh, by, by doing what he does on Twitter. He doesn't care. He, he told advertisers, uh, you know, F you. I'm not going to say it because I'll get demonetized. But he said F you. And, and he, you know, that's going to continue. Uh, if you don't like Elon, don't buy the stock. And I tell people I'm not going to defend Elon. Uh, I'm not a huge Elon fan. The guy is not somebody I would want to be friends with just based on uh, people that have said things. Uh, there was a John Oliver episode all about Elon. 
and and why we should be scared of Elon. And and they, you know, again, I'll point this out and I pointed this out again. When they recalled 2 million cars, the recall was a software update. Toyota just recalled over, tw- uh, I think, 2 million cars. Theirs is a physical recall. It's a different thing. We have to come up with a new term for a recall for a Tesla because no, at no time has my car been called in for a, a, a recall of some type of mechanical part. It's all been software. Every recall that I've had has been software. Uh, so, I again, Tesla stock, I think at 250, I think you're hitting a, 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 a you could get up to 270. But I think the tops in this stock, until we have a catalyst, I and and again I hate to say this, but the valuation in my mind with the margins the way that they are coming down, I think the stock needs a catalyst in order to get up either margins, either new product, either new demand, something uh, that that takes its place because I think Elon is doing himself no favor uh, by actually going on Twitter and doing what he's doing. Uh, so there's my in-depth Tesla analysis. Now on to Nike. Uh, I wrote in the newsletter uh, about Nike uh, this weekend, and if we go down here, this is the paid newsletter, so know that if you pay, it's 80 bucks a year, I'm going to up it to 100 probably this month at some point in time, I'm not going to give you a warning, so if you want to sign up, it's $8 a month or $80 a year, uh, here's the earnings for Nike. I said, this is the one I'm most excited about. What I see, I went into depth about earnings per share. Uh, I posted a couple of charts, how I would play this. I said, personally, I might buy this one. I like the odds of them making more and continuing the, continuing the rebound. You'll have to make sure it hit, uh, holds the 200-day on the weekly. So let's take a look at a daily of Nike uh, on the four-hour algorithm. The four-hour algorithm had you in at 95 here. And I was saying under 100, this is just a crazy good stock to hold uh, if you want to buy long term. Well, we've seen this one rise 28% in just set, like 80 days. Uh, it is overbought right now, and the RSI is high. It's at 67. You can see the MACD is crossing down right before earnings. Is that a, a, a automatic get out? No. Uh, we saw with uh, there was a FedEx. FedEx, uh, when they ran up, into earnings, uh, and they they had even the littlest of uh, hey guidance might come down. They gapped way down, and you can see that run there. Uh, this gap may be enough to support FedEx right here. And I said, hey, buy any anything under two fifty. I think in FedEx is fine. The MACD was extended and turned down. It's very similar to Nike, so you have to be careful because they're expect this move in the stock means that any bad news. They can pull the trigger quickly and sell at a significant profit and buy back later. This is why people don't like to play earnings is because it's so hard. Now, here's the thing. In November 2021, this was $170 stock. It is expensive. Understand this is expensive. The valuation, the PE is 37. The forward PE is 27. So they're expected to go to 27 if they have some increase the stock price is going to rise because that PE will need to stay at 27 and the PE will stay at 37. The, the target price is 124. You're trading at 121. The 52-week uh, week high is 131. Um, that's your, your 7% away from that. Performance year-to-date, it's only up 3.78%, so it hasn't uh, participated in this run. Not at all. They've had some inventory issues. They've had some other stuff. 
if it were me, and I said this in the newsletter, if it were me, how I'd play this, uh, make sure it holds the 200-day on the weekly, as this might provide some resistance, but in my opinion, this is a solid big cap earning stock, and I would continue to their, their longer-term higher trend. Uh, I included a monthly chart with a channel, which I would include uh, keep in there for the um, the paid newsletter customers to see. But on the monthly, it looks really good. <clears throat> You're again on this weekly. We'll take out this one so we can see it a little bit. Uh, remove all annotations. We'll remove that one, but you can see it's right at the 200 day, right here at 122. It's trading at 123. It's up 1.3% in pre market. It didn't uh, fall off yesterday afternoon, or I'm sorry, let's look at the four hour. I think it might have fallen off yesterday in the afternoon. Let's see the afternoon candle yesterday. Um, let's pull this down. Oh, come on, grab onto it. There we go. The afternoon candle yesterday, we are open. Afternoon candle, 1.52%. So you opened at 123, you closed at 121. Right now you're trading at 123. It's just gained back what it lost yesterday. So I, I would continue to think that this one has confirmation, continues its climb up. Uh, if it were me and I were looking at Nike, remember, I wear Under Armour and I wear Puma. Uh, my, my, uh, I, I'm, uh, you know, I got the dad bod to prove it, but I wear Asics. So I'm not a huge, huge Nike fan of the clothing of the, um, the clothing for me just isn't, that's not great. Uh, but I did the stock. The company is great. The company is really, really well. Let's look at some stuff. CRISPR yesterday, CRSP, uh, their lead researcher actually left, uh, crazy how it happens after a cross up. Um, this is just another overreaction in my opinion. You can see yesterday afternoon, we saw it down 4.52% and then you're seeing it up a little bit today, up 1.96%. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Uh, from a weekly standpoint, this is just one that's kind of hanging out under its 200 day. Um, CRISPR, it is in the geo form. If you want geo, um, any, uh, bio, uh, DNA stuff. I'd buy ARKG. Honestly, that's one and one. ANF. Uh, this is Abercrombie and Finch. This has been a crazy stock this year. A absolutely crazy stock. This it has you in at sixty two. You're trading at ninety two. Um, this one just since the end of uh, the end of October, you're seeing a forty eight percent gain in this stock. Uh, it has been one of the best years. For this stock, it is continuing its trend. They raised their guidance again yesterday. So it's the return of the teenage Chad. So uh, I reiterate today, uh, Paramount and WBD are in discussions to merge. I think they it is uh, great to get into those. I am in Netflix and I am big in Netflix. So I'm not getting in those because I'd rather bet on Netflix personally. Micron is went up on earnings. Uh, this one immediately was down. It was interesting. Uh, they immediately went down. Uh, and this was one that I put in the newsletter as well. I had noticed that there was some insider trading from Micron from the uh, the CEO. Big insider trade. I mean, we're talking more than a pool uh, in the backyard. Uh, you can see uh, here's the CEO and president. I mean, 200, you know, 250 million somewhere in that neighborhood or something. But it went up. It is up 6% at 83 um, and they lost money. Their, their loss was tighter than expected. I had said, hey, you know, if you want long term, I think it's a good one because I think you still got 20% till you're, you're double top there. 
So that's one that I put in the paid newsletter. Again, if you want the paid newsletter, you can do that. Bank of America named top 2024 pick uh, in the banking sector by Evercore. This is up 1.3%. In the four hour, you're just on a historic run. I said, buy this under 30, sell it over 30. I don't think that you're in any danger of uh, uh, selling this one. Like this one's not coming under 30 anytime soon. But you are hitting up against that 200-day on the weekly. So understand, you are seeing some resistance. If we see a pullback, then this one might be one of the first ones to come back down into the uh, under the 30s. Uh, Boeing, have you seen Boeing? This is interesting. Boeing, uh, they're bullish on the contract to sell uh, 777s to uh, China. This one, just historic banger. I mean, God, just since this at 178, you're up in a Dow stock 50% in, in, in 55 days. I mean, just Boeing, part of the, uh, the, the core portfolio. And it doesn't mean that it's done. Because if we go back here and we look at the weekly, um, you're seeing it broke through that resistance that I said uh, right there. But if you go back to pre-pandemic, uh, this was a, a $400 stock. So if they initiate the dividend again, if they start turning things around like they are, you're going back to 400. And it's just a fact of, of, of life in this, uh, in this economy. I think you're going back there. Uh, Costco, we talked about it yesterday. I saw this yesterday from Savvy Trader. This is the history of Costco's dividends. So you can see how good that $15 dividend is. Uh, Costco, again, their, their dividend, I think it's the 27th or is it the... Um, yeah, let's see. Let's see when the ex-dividend date is. It is the 27th. So uh, we saw a pullback. Again, I, I think if you're looking to get into this one, you're seeing that button hook. I think the algorithm might get you out. The algorithm over two years makes you 34%. Buying and holding this over two years makes you 21%. So the algorithm works. Uh, it's looking like a button hook. You do have a couple of gaps down there that might be taken. But Costco dividend, solid, solid dividend. You can see just from this uh, Instagram post there. Um, NASDAQ 100 top stocks. Amazon, Zscaler, Adobe, Melly, Tesla, AMD, PanW, CrowdStrike, Meta, and NVIDIA. You can see how good NVIDIA has done over this year. But if you own any of these, I own one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, I don't own te- you know, Tesla. But six. Six of the Six of the ten. Six of the ten. So I own six of the 10. Six of the 10 are in the core portfolio. I own them a uh, solid, solid way. Uh, douche of the day. This is uh, a senator. Is it a senator? Let's see. Uh, United States Steel CEO. No, it's the United States Steel CEO. Douche of the day. This dude. Uh, we'll look at this. One. Let's look. Uh, it, he, he, the CEO sold 252,000 shares uh, on the day their deal was announced. Remember, this was a $30 stock that jumped up to 50 And this dude, this dude, the CEO, sold 252000 Now, it was pre-planned. Is that insider trading? I don't know. Douche of the day. I'm thinking douche of the day. Remember, they have a deal from Nippon, uh, the Japanese uh, steelmaker, to buy them at 55 This one has pulled back to 48 We talk about gap fills all the time. You got a couple of gaps in this one. You got gaps down here, 222 to 27. That was when Cleveland Cliffs made their offer for $27 a share. Uh, You've got this gap here between 39 and 50. 
which is when Nippon made their deal to uh, $55 a share. This one is in decline. I would look to this one to probably get down to about 45 I might take a look at this one at 45 because, again, even if the deal doesn't go through, somebody's going to have to make a, a, a bid for this one. So I like that one, but douche of the day, the, uh, the CEO. Let's talk about social requests. Game Breaker, what do you think of ConAgra, C-A-G? Uh, ConAgra, a food supplier. We can look at what they do. Let's look at the stock first. Um, ironically, algorithm has you out with a 3% gain. Uh, you can see that MACD is crossing down, uh, and it's crossing down hard. Something happened to this one. I don't know exactly what, but let's go over and look at some of the, um, some of the core. It's packaged foods, uh, $13 billion market cap, S&P 500, short interest. There's not a huge short interest, 2.21%. Uh, average target price is $30 and 50, 20 cents. Uh, it's trading at $28. 52-week high is 41. Um, PE is 12. Not crazy. Nothing nuts. December 12th initiated coverage with a $31 price target. December 11th downgraded Evercore, uh, outperformed to inline. Uh, again, with that $31 price target, they're trading at 28. So it doesn't have huge upside. Um, ConAgra, when we look at a long term of this one, you're just seeing it. I, I mean, I would expect it to come back to this 200 day at 35, but you've got that death cross. And, and with the, the four hour getting you out, uh, I just think you may see some more downside on this one. I don't know the details of the actual story on this. If we go over to Seeking Alpha and we look at uh, ConAgra, let me put this in so we can see some of the analysis of it and whether it's a buy or a hold or something like that. Because um, Seeking Alpha Premium, again, uh, it's really good. You can see the most recent is a hold. That's from Monday, November 20th, so it's a while ago. Seeking Alpha analysts say it's a buy. It's a hold in the quant. It's a hold in Wall Street. Um, one year, it's down 26%. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, nothing, nothing about this gets me excited other than the dip. And I don't know enough to say that that dip is unwarranted. That dip might completely be warranted. I mean, look at how much it lost its uh, confirmation just from May uh, till October. And it hasn't, it's not like it gained it all back. It gained one bar above that nine day and then seems to have pulled it right back. So I'd be a little bit careful of it. Not that I don't like it, but it is what it is. Dex from Spotify asked me about PayPal. I own PayPal. I own PayPal in a couple of lots. Uh, and you can see, this is from the newsletter. I can say, hey, PayPal might have a golden cross. And it's continued up there. Again, this was from a previous newsletter that I put these in. Still have confirmation and we just passed the 200-day. Once you pass that 200-day on this four-hour you seem to use the 200-day as resistance. That's the next resistance line. So as it pulls back, I would expect it to pull back to about 60 here. But you have that golden cross, and that golden cross is a catalyst to push it forward. Now, when you look at a weekly on this one, we are nowhere near the 200-day, and the 50-day is still turning negative. You've just gained confirmation over that 9-day. Uh, your uh, RSI is in no man's land at 50. So do I think it's coming back? I think it might. But what you have to know is PayPal is not cheap. PayPal's PE is 18. The forward PE is 11. The price to sales is 2.3. Um, they are making money, so you don't have to worry about that. It's down 13% year to date. Uh, its average target price is 73. You're trading at 61. 
Um, you can see the most recent Bank of America security went from Biden neutral. They brought their price target from 77 down to 66. You're trading at 61. There, there are a ton of gaps in this one. And I've said this before. If we go to the four hour and we, we run this one, uh, I think we covered the first gap. Uh, we covered this gap down here. And this goes to about 60. We covered that gap. I think you're going to this gap at 72. That's where I'm holding. Now, I've got several positions in this. Some of them are actually higher than 72 because I've held on to this. If you go to a monthly on this one, I'll kind of show you. I believe I bought somewhere in here in the 140 to 150 range. It might even be 190. But I bought this. It continued to go up and then just sold off. And I didn't get out. Uh, I My mistake. But if you look at this one, this is why it's been so uh, basically uh, highlighted as an over, you know, a beaten up stock that needs to come back. Well, they've got a new CEO. There's some changes being made. I particularly like it. I'm in it. You can trade it if you want. Matilda from Instagram. Hey, Gary, could you please review Vanguard VBR ETF uh, tomorrow? Sure, Matilda. Let's look at VBR. VBR is the small cap ETF. If you know about uh, small caps, these are the ones that everybody's screaming have been oversold uh, and, and need to rebound. This is the IWM. Uh, this is just the, the the Vanguard version of IWM, I believe. Uh, but it's the, the small cap value in particular. Now, value means that uh, they 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 are typically just a value kind of stock, and and they they need to rebound. If we go over to Seeking Alpha and we look at VBR. We can look at the holdings of this one. Uh, again, Seeking Alpha has. I like to look at them for the particular holdings and things. Uh, you can see it's trading at 178. It's up 0.4. Uh, we can look at Builders First Source, Bungie Global, Booz Allen. Nothing that I personally would invest in. Um, but that, remember, I'm a large cap tech guy. And you can see the, the largest holdings are 0.63. Um, if we look at the summary of this one and we go down, bah, 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 uh, Vanguard small cap, uh, value index exchange trade fund launched and managed by Vanguard, the fundamentals in the stock of companies operating across diversified sectors that invest in value stocks of small cap companies that seeks to track the performance of CRSP us small cap value index by using full replication technique. Again, that's just, it, it's gonna, it's a low cost ETF that's following CRSP. Um, that's, that's all this is saying. So, uh, but I mean, it's okay if we go, let's go to the charting. Let's take a look at this one. We'll look at this and we'll look at, uh, let's select metrics and go performance, total price return, update chart. And then we'll look at, uh, select symbols. We'll do IWM and we'll do QQQ because I think, you know, we'll put in SPY as well. Let's put in SPY um, because I want to show you kind of how it's underperformed. So here's IWM. You can see one year IWM's up 15%, VBR up 15%. It's kind of a toss. QQQ's up 50%, SPY is up 24%. Uh, year to date, you can see VBR and IWM kind of the same, right along the same line. Nothing crazy there. QQQ is up 53% and SPY is up 24%. If you go back down to five day, uh, you can see VBR is down 0.16. IWM is down 0.39. QQQ is up 0.49 and SPY is up 0.2. Uh, one month is where you're going to start to see that uh, VBR and IWM are up. 
and QQQ and SPY are down significantly less. When you go to six month, uh, VBR is up 11%. IWM is up 6%. Uh, QQQ is up 10% and SPY is up 7%. So you can see that, the, you know, uh, long-term, I think VBR and IWM trade very similarly. Um, not right along line, but short-term, it is a difference. I would not trade any Vanguard ETF. Uh, they're talking about uh, small cap and mid caps leading the way next year because they have underperformed. You saw that in the long uh, portfolio in the long charting. When I did that, I would take a look at the the contents of VBR in particular if you're interested in this particular sector um, and take a look at what these companies are. Uh, I Vanguard isn't going to lead you down the path of uh, kind of a, um, a, 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 hey, we're going to show you one thing and, and just perform another. Uh, it's expenses, super low, 0.07. I mean, it's got, you know, any Vanguard stuff is just going to be super, super cheap. You can see the rating, uh, Seeking Alpha Analysts say buy, Quant says buy. So uh, it's just, you know, Matilda, honest to God, it's just not something I'm super excited about. So, uh, Hawes from Spotify wrote back, sorry, I wasn't clear. I had a 4% increase in R-I-L-Y. So he was talking about B Riley. Uh, I don't know why it's, uh, you know, he put in Riley, but it's R-I-L-Y and it's B Riley. I have a good story about B Riley. B Riley almost bought Earthlink. Uh, it was public. So it wasn't anything that, that I'm hiding. I don't have any insider information, but I will tell you the day before the actual sale was completed, um, uh, the B. Riley CEO went to the Windstream CEO and said, you know, we're not happy with the price that we offered for this. We want to cut it by 20%. And kudos to the Windstream CEO, who uh, Tony, who said F you, and, and called the deal off. And honestly, that probably extended my uh, my employment at Earthlink a little bit longer um, because we were bought by private equity. But uh, B. Riley wanted to basically come in, just, you know, shutter the business, blah, blah, blah. Uh, B. Riley um, <clears throat> uh, and Hawes says, I had a 4% increase in Riley, then it dropped back down to 2030 quickly. Anything under 20 is a good buy entry. Dividend is good for a long one. Meh. You know, I, I, I'm not a fan of dividends. You guys know that. I'd rather be a fan of growth than dividends. Dividends, I think, just provide you cash to spend somewhere else. And so if you need cash or you need some um, money, I think dividends are a good one. Seeking Alpha Analyst, strong buy at 4.5. Wall Street doesn't cover it. Quant doesn't cover it. Um, but you, we'll, we'll go over here and we'll look at uh, RILY. Let's look at the chart. Uh, chart, I mean, algorithm has you out. 13% gain. I mean, nice 13% gain there. Uh, has you out here at 2078. Doesn't have you back in. If we look at the MACD a little bit, it looks like it's just kind of capitulating under that oscillator. The uh, uh, the RSI is at 45, kind of in no man's land. If you look at a long term of this one, I don't know that you want to stay in this one. I mean, you know, RLY, let's see. What's the uh, uh, the consensus? Uh, $847 million uh, market cap. Uh, it's got an 18% dividend. That's an enormous dividend. That right there would get me out. Honestly, God, what B. Riley is telling me is that we're just going to return shareholder uh, profits and we're just going to basically gut our business. 
And that's exactly what they were going to do with Earthlink, to be honest with you. They were going to cut the entire staff, cut all costs, cut all service, uh, just basically run it as a profit, cent- a profit center. And that's what they do. And so what they do is in order to uh, give shareholders back money, they give it back. It actually loses its money, its value in the, the stock price. So I'd be very, very careful. If you're trading this one, great. I wouldn't hold on to it for just for that dividend because I think that dividend, um, you know, if we go over here to Seeking Alpha and we go to its dividend, <clears throat> uh, they usually do a really good, they don't actually have dividend safety. They don't even rate it and stuff. But the dividend yield going forward is 19.4%. Annual uh, payout is $4.00. And you're on a $20 stock. So, you know, again, their last X dividend date was 11.17. Payout date was 11.30. Um, so they, they looks like they pay it quarterly. I, I don't know. Again, if you want this one, great. Have at it. I don't like it. It's just one of those things. Um, so there you have it. Let's go over scans. Hibs. Now, <laughs> just be fully aware that a lot of these um, bear... Got a cross up yesterday because the, the the turn was violent. You don't have confirmation in this one. This one's down 5% today. Hibs is one. FAZ, this is the financial triple levered ETF on the bear side. Understand it's got no confirmation. Probably getting you out. You're down 2% here. Uh, DRV, this is the real estate sector bear. Uh, this is not something that you want to get into. They just crossed up in the algorithm. They gave you buys. And the reason was because yesterday was so violent. SARK. Uh, this is one that, again, a, a bear ETF um, that goes back. It's the short. It's got no confirmation. It's down 1.66% today. Uh, Dow, Same thing. Uh, this is the short Dow. Uh, just because the move was violent, it got you in, but it doesn't mean that you're going to get into this because you don't have confirmation. You're down 1.98%. So those are the short ones. The only other one that came to uh, a, a cross-up, and, and it's an addition to the, uh, to, to, to the current run, it's GBTC. So this is the only other one that I found that has a cross-up, and it is up uh, 0.92% today. And you are up 85% in 82 days. Just a great one. Uh, you know, again, GBTC, Mara. Mara's uh, returning back. It's up uh, 4.52% today. It's getting back what it lost yesterday. You know, crypto is on that run. I think until July 10th, crypto is going to be on the run. If you've listened this far, <laughs> kudos. Uh, but my tip of the day is DPST. DPST is one, I think you can buy it under 100. Let's see if it's trading over 100. No, it's up 2% at 95. I think you can buy this under 100. And I think as uh, regional banks continue to to move, I think we've covered this gap down to, almost covered this gap. If you buy this right now at 95, you may get down to 91. But I think you get over 100. At some point in time this week, I think you get over 100. It's my tip of the day. You know, again, that's for listening all the way through this. Uh, if you've listened this far, you love me. Uh, first off, thank you. Uh, Transpider, get it while while it's still on sale. Again, I can't can't say this enough. Don't wait because you're going to wind up paying seven hundred a nine hundred and forty dollars for the year next year. 
just get the yearly. You can get the, the monthly for 79 bucks. Pay 79 bucks, get a free seven-day trial. What you get when you sign up, you click this link in Linktree. You sign up using that link. Then you email me using this uh, email link right there, and I'll send you my algorithm. Uh, I'll send you my watch list. I'll send you everything that you need to trade just like me. Uh, that is the first thing. Uh, second thing on the link tree is seeking alpha. It's got a $50 off coupon. Third thing, quit your sports betting bet. Just like I did. I bought TQQQ in the, uh, in the, uh, the Weeble app. I love that Weeble app. In fact, TQQQ is trading at 49.74. I bought it 49.99. Am I worried about it? Nah, I'm fine. So, uh, yeah, anything that you need from a, a support standpoint, it's all here. Uh, at Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E uh, dot slash Daily Stock Pick. Okay. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound.